Oh, you're listening to the Totally Buzz UK podcast. Fact. Hello, and welcome to an all-new Totally Buzz UK podcast, the podcast that takes you around the weird and wonderful stories on the web that you may have missed in association with totallybuzz.co.uk. I'm your host, Laura, and I'm joined by the foot fiend herself. It's Kaylee. Look, okay, me and Laura recently went to London to Crouchfest, okay, and Laura had specifically requested two single beds, okay? I mean, we're close friends. I, you know, I'm fine. It doesn't hurt my feelings. We're all good. good. It sounds Uh, like it did the way you said that. It doesn't hurt my feelings. Not that much, but a little bit. Anyway, when we got to the hotel, I shit you not, the beds were probably half an inch apart it was pretty much they pretty much just given us a double bed because you couldn't even separate them because they put the uh, side tables either side so yeah like, and they were attached to the wall so yeah. it's not like you could move it or pull it and if you pulled the bed out like you'd have no headboard you also would have struggled to get round to go to the loo because you pulled it too far back it probably would have collided exactly because exactly. then I would have to have collided, collided so, over you to get to the bathroom which would then have been a whole different predicament in the dark the reason why Laura's <laughs> calling me the foot fiend is because I I'm a fucking weirdo and I wanted to put my foot down the crack of the beds. Don't ask me why. It was just cold there and it felt good on my foot. And then it turns out <laughs> it turns out I was playing footies with Laura. Didn't you realize? I was Maybe. like, oh, about the crack of the bed. And I bet you like it felt good and I'm just asleep, like something's tickling my feet. <laughs> so yeah, I mean if they'd actually separated the beds properly, we wouldn't have had <laughs> problem and now we will forever know why we normally build a wall <laughs> we're gonna be forever footy friends <laughs> i don't think that's what they call us i don't want them to call us that but anyway yes we do like to get straight to the weirdness on this podcast you can see why because it's hard to stop this unfiltered <laughs> wilderness but what this podcast works... unfiltered illness then <laughs> <laughs> i mean some people would see the weirdness as illness so debatable but we do like to get straight to it on this podcast and I'm going to explain how it works in case you're a new listener. I have three weird, wonderful stories that have gone viral, but not viral enough, that need discussing because it's true. It blows our minds that they're true. We discuss them. Kaylee knows nothing what we're going to talk about. We debate them. We talk about what comes to our mind. Hopefully it's entertaining. Then bing, bam, boom. Kaylee provides a TikTok that she recommends us we all go watch at the end of this podcast because she wants to put a pep in our step to get through the working week because we need a smile on that face. Boom, boom, boom. That's the Weird and Wonderful podcast in a nutshell. Kaylee, are you ready for story one? I am. So, Kaylee, Sweden. We don't get many stories from Sweden. I don't know. I feel like we may have in the past. We've had a couple, but normally we're, we're normally de- dealing with America or Australia. Yeah, it's mainly America. And Australia. They are yeah. apparently the source of where weird things happen. If anyone ever wondered and wanted to do a survey of where weird I'm not being happens. funny though, but you think Sweden would probably be up there? I I want to ask, but also I don't want you to insult anyone from Sweden. I don't Why? know. I'm just thinking. I know it's probably like not Sweden, but like sort of those Nordic countries. It is just a Nordic of, country, yes. Yeah, I know. I'm saying it's it reminds me of like um, Midsummer, and I don't need that energy. I love it. Things that come to Kaylee's mind when you hear Sweden, Midsummer. Things that come to Laura's mind when she thinks of Sweden. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Well. It's not about ABBA, it's not about Midsommar, but it is about a group of people, I guess, all doing the same thing. So I guess you could link it to Midsommar, but I wouldn't if I were you. So this was on ZME Science. 
But basically, this is just showing how good community is, but I found it very weird. A door at a Swedish library was accidentally left open. So what do you think happened, Kaylee? overnight? Some, some form of animal got in. I know we do like animals here, but no, the only thing that got in was people. 446 people came in, borrowed 245 books, and every single one of them was returned, despite there being no check order in place. <laughs> I love it. So it was supposed to be closed, but people were like, oh, they thought it was a bit empty, but it, the library just behaved as n- normal. People come in, started reading their newspapers, you know, looked at books, went on the computer. Because basically, the library was supposed to be closed for All Saints Day, which, according to this, is a celebration sometimes called All Hallows Day, which is a precursor to Halloween. So right. I, we don't have that. I don't think we have anything equivalent to that. But I'm sure if we did have it, I would have known about it. <laughs> <laughs> you think so, wouldn't you? But basically, the library staff admitted they forgot to close a door. So the library just looked like it was open as normal. Right. But I, some... just, I just like the fact that they're so wonderful, the people, that, yes, they could have just stolen all of those books, but they didn't. They or even the computer. The fact that the library had computers, they just were like, library's open as normal. Business as usual yeah. and treated it like, you know. It's reminding me of a scene from Gilmore Girls, because you know me and my fascination with that TV show. There's a, there's a scene where Rory, the main character, like one of the main characters, she's at um, university at Yale, and like she starts dating this guy called Logan, who's like megly rich or whatever. And anyway, ends up with a key for the dining hall at the uni. And like basically, they say that they fancy ice cream or whatever. So he lets her in, and she's like, Oh, I've never seen the the cereal station like full before and then she starts helping herself and she's like oh i need to go and deduct the points from my meal plan and he's like are you serious he's like the amount of money that my family donates to this like uni like don't worry about it and she still leaves like a dollar or whatever on the actual like cereal station because it's really sweet isn't it yeah it's the same it's the same way whereas you know when some people say like try grapes in a supermarket nope stealing oh do you know what there was a woman in my town that constantly like was snacking off like the fruit and veg um, I'm sorry, she, she was doing it so much she became famous in your town for it. Oh no, she she got like done for it. She was in the newspaper. Like she'd like taken so much every time she'd gone in the supermarket. I think they like I don't know what happened. I feel like they um fined her or something. Because obviously she'd taken so much food and just eaten it on her way around. That's insane. But, yeah. but yep. yeah. It's the opposite feelings. Like that guilt would kill me. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm just I'm too I'm too much of a goody goody. I do wonder though, because this is obviously it was a normal day, daylight, you know business as usual at this library oh well business as usual to the people that thought it was business as usual uh-huh. but i wonder if it was different if it got left overnight because it did did happen that a, a whole different crowd yeah because that's what i'm i'm thinking because a librarian basically walked in and noticed that people were using the library because she was like I just, people were coming I... in and out of the library i like the idea that she was walking past and she's like shit was i meant to be in work <laughs> Like, no one's getting paid for that day. And, like, the God, the electricity bill, damn. No, but I just like the idea that if it happened at night, you've got all, like, the, the fiends with their book lights. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sat in the fucking library with like a headlamp on a little head and, and just chaos kind of like after that looking at the books that you're not meant to look at without supervision I went went very Harry Potter I don't think that's a thing see like I remember when I was at school and I don't even know why this was a thing because you think like you know like in America and stuff a lot of the schools have like uh, metal detectors 
like yes. on the way in and stuff because obviously because gun crime and what have you so gun my crime, school, like if you took a library book out or anything from the library that like hadn't been scanned or taken out like yeah there was little they, alarms had, like an alarm system yeah my my school had the same when it got the fancy new library it just makes like the old library not poorly, so much. like there would be some sort of alarm system if they took any books out but sure like clearly they trust everybody as we yeah, don't clear- for reason because clearly they are trustworthy that or the uk does really doesn't trust people with libraries Sweden. i just love the fact that no. like we have fucking alarms for library books like yet you know <laughs> knife crime is on the high oh it's just yeah but anyway the librarian did realize for called her manager and colleague upon seeing this and then they announced the library's closing and people just calmly folded their books closed them and left some wow. obviously had already taken them and then they returned them but uh yeah, they were saying what the article explains what a good thing for a community in that is. And I'm going to be honest, I don't even care if the story turns out to be fake because I hope it's not. But I really want to believe in it, you know? It's kind of like that thing, even if it's like, oh, there's some books missing. No, I refuse. I don't know why, but I've got like a Wes Anderson S. Yeah, I can see them calmly like, putting their books down in Wes yeah, Anderson and style. walking out in like a uniform line. Like, I feel like if there was a fire alarm, they'd be the sort of people that would leave their stuff to burn. Just I out mean, of like respect. I'm sorry, are you, are you grabbing your stuff during a fire alarm? Do you not <laughs> yeah. pay attention to the training? Nope. I, I once went out. <laughs> I like my possessions. I once went outside during the fire alarm without a coat. I was so cold. Exactly. You fool. Oh, I had to go back and double in and stuff like that. Like, you don't have time to get your possessions. Well, funnily enough, I've already grabbed them. So oh, I had my phone. I was like, my phone will keep me warm. I mean, I had to go into like a cupboard to get something. Fair enough. But if my bag's under the table right next to me when there's a fire alarm going off, I'm fucking grabbing it. Well, I mean, this example was more because this was a fire alarm that was, you know, not a real fire. And I had sort of entered and they had sort of waited because I was like one of the last people to start and mm-hmm. I saw them the person in charge press the alarm as I was walking just, past and I was like they just you down as they press yeah pretty much we sort of made eye contact as I was about to go you know start and then I was like oh, I guess I'm going back that way he was like oh, yeah. you didn't have a coat on no because I've just literally been to the locker bit and sort of took off the you know sort of ready to uh, go right. and then I'm like could have given I would me the just done that thing in like movies where you just like you, you freeze like a deer and then you just sort of step back really slowly like they haven't seen you and yeah. they just go back and get your coat that's what I would have done once again I kind of feel like that's what some people probably did in the library when they realised it wasn't open because it but said that some like... people realised it wasn't open so I'm assuming some of them people must have gone in looked around and gone something is off and then, but then just left but then again you know how you have to be quiet in libraries and stuff maybe they just assumed that the workers were like out somewhere you know out the back checking on all the books I don't know I don't that's know true. what librarians do I guess it's more the the belief is I would you know what also this is what amused me I assume that most things must be closed on All Saints Day if it's so respected that libraries close in Sweden. Mm. So I wonder how many people went in going absolute disgrace. Again, like, absolute the... disgrace that it's open on All Saints Day. Nothing sacred again anymore. Just them people. Again, like I was just going to argue: is it really essential for a library to close? Like you know, is it that big of a deal? Where it's like I don't know how important this holiday is to be honest. Because it's kind of the same I mean, thing. I like, I like things closed on Boxing Day in the UK. They're not, but... I mean, somehow. like, you know, like, Remembrance Week or Day or whatever, like we have right now. Remembrance you Day, know, yeah. Like, you do the two-minute silence or whatever. Like, I remember, like, you still have to go to work and stuff. They don't close anywhere. No. And just... I remember being, like, working um, at a very well-known retailer that rhymes with CJ Cracks. And... They sell asses. 
continue. <laughs> and uh, places that I like to put my feet down, clearly. Um, anyway, and like we were all doing a two-minute silence, and there was these people that clearly weren't from the UK, and they were just so fucking loud. Like the rest of the store was cool. They turned off all the music in the store. And literally, it was like dead silence, and all these like people from these other like countries or whatever. They were literally just like shuffling through all the like products or whatever, just chatting to each other, like looking at each other, like what the fuck's going on? Did we're they like, just not realise? Just you know, showing our respects, but you know, you carry on. I, I guess I actually kind of feel sorry for them because I imagine the awkwardness if then someone told them and they'd be like, oh no. Yeah, but surely, right? If you were like. Right, say like you were in a foreign country, you did not speak the language or whatever, you were just there for like a holiday or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like in a shop and all of a sudden the music cuts out, everyone goes really quiet. Would you not go really quiet? You probably look at each other like, what the fuck's going on? It depends, because originally you, you might be like, what the fuck's happening? And then you just sort of silence out when no one answers. But I would just be like, I'd just be like looking at everybody around me and be like, Right, we need to like be like a comedian. We need to adapt. Like we need to do what they're doing. We need to adapt. <laughs> I was a minute silence going for you, Kaylee. I need to adapt. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. You just yeah. like you have to read the room. Uh, I just I just appreciate how seriously you took it. Should we go on to story two now to see how yeah, seriously like you take this story? Digressed. You haven't. You've generally tied it. To, I mean, you see a library. You're like, is this a library? Everyone's being silent. I must blend in. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this is one damn long two-minute silence. <laughs> God, what are they remembering? Everything? <laughs> anyway, story two is on mathlive.com that I was reading. Kaylee, how do you feel about the word moist? To be honest, I'm one of these people, I don't care. Moist. Like, I mean, to me, if somebody was like, this cake is really moist, that sounds good. I love the idea that you sort of explained it, but you also snuck in a secret moist there, just for anyone that listening that hates the word. You were like, I don't really get moist, how like, the word sounds. It was just the casualness of like, yeah, so my personal feelings about the word moist is that, you know, I'm kind of cool with it, moist. And I feel it, but it's like, well, it's like there was a random moist. Anyway, I don't particularly like the word. It's not the most enjoyable word, but this is a bit of a publicity stunt by the arguably from the company Kraft Food. You know, they're famous for their mac yeah. and cheese and yeah. they make some mayo. So they, so they basically make moist mac and cheese. No, they make moist mayonnaise, real moist oh. mayonnaise. Oh, I don't okay. think you like that, did I mean, you? Did I feel you? like all mayonnaise is moist. Yeah, but this is on the big jar that they've basically they've basically put a so six foot get- jar. And outside we just count how many times we say moist i feel yeah, like this turned into a drinking game so basically the people that do the dictionary merriman merriman and webster they basically put a big moist they did it wasn't moist a big just like replica mayonnaise jar but it was like six foot with on a podium that says make moist word of the year and on the mayonnaise it's like craft real moist creamy and whatever mayonnaise so mm-hmm. it's like yeah so that's like their thing because basically they've decided to ma- want they want the word moist to be word of the year and to get to be the word of the year on mirror and webster it has to be the most searched word online right because they're aiming to change the perception obviously they're also hoping to promote their mayonnaise real moist you know but obviously they are the overall goal that's what it is for example the previous words of the year 2022 was gaslighting 21 right. was vaccine and 2020 was pandemic so 
not not a surprise. So I mean, gaslighting twenty two was I mean, on the rise. Not think COVID would have been or well, I, I guess, but pandemic is more. I guess you know what COVID is because they always explained it when they did the news. They'd be like, "This is do do do." Yeah, this but is then it. I feel like a lot of people would be like, "How do I get a COVID test?" Yeah, but you, it's the most search word for its meaning. Okay. So it's like define pandemic. You might have just heard the word and like, I'm not exactly sure what classifies as a pandemic. Mm. So you're like, um, I need definition. Just anyway, to let word... you know, I've just looked yeah. up the word moist, mm-hmm. right? And the number one thing, right, that is real mayonnaise. Moist, no, that describes moist is slightly wet. If your my if you, if your mayonnaise is slightly wet, you're doing it wrong. Like right. all mayonnaise should be like fully like well not liquid, but does the combination of real moist make it better for you? Because it's very moist. The use of the word real. I mean, like so. There's like um so that like a simile of of moist is damp. Like imagine if you like our oh, mayonnaise is damp. Yeah, but you wouldn't want it to be like mmm wet mayonnaise. Yeah, but you wouldn't say that either. You would say creamy. They have creamy in the small print. They're just trying to make a thing here with the moist, okay? But moist is not the correct word. You argue with them. You you write a letter being like, excuse me. Like I said, moist cake makes sense. Okay. But I'm gonna like, I'm not being funny. If they were like, oh yes, moist cake, and it meant like extremely sort of like wet, I would not be wanting to eat that cake. I love the idea that it is. But I will I will say, you're not alone in this, because there was a... St- person 17 year old walking past the display and he was interviewed about it. it's in the interview but he he literally added the mayonnaise is not the word that comes to mind when I hear the word moist i think of cakes and brownies exactly or like condensation <laughs> however someone else like said he does think of the word mayonnaise when you hear moist and you're like people also ask what does so moist mean and they've put in the little description and this is from the cambridge dictionary and i i must admit i do not agree with this Full or full of or covered with liquid, wet. The wa- uh, washing is still wet, and it says moist. You must try this carrot cake. It's so moist and delicious. The towels are still damp, soaked. Your clothes are soaked, but so moist still wouldn't mean it'd still be moist. It just means I don't like, think I'd ever use the phrase "I'm so." Actually, no. If I said the sentence "I'm so moist," it sounds much more of a different scenario than. I mean, like, what does moist mean in British? Slightly wet. It's a slightly wet, especially in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the fact that I had the first part of that down as a British person then. I think it means slightly wet. <laughs> especially in a good I way. I didn't add that wink. bit. That was... Don't wink. I hope there's not a wink emoji there. No, anyway, there <laughs> this is going to lead into my next bit, is um, the person who's the brand manager of Craft Real Mayo <laughs> pointed out, said that most people don't know why they don't like the word. Haven't had you have to say that sentence i i feel like i know why i don't like the word what as in he's saying that most people just hate the word moist for the sake of like they don't know they couldn't tell you why they hate the word but it, it's more the de- the description isn't it rather than the actual word it's just because you well, know some what people, it means yeah but some people just hate the word moist but the way you just said moist will now forever be in my brain so i kind of will hate the word moist uh, what how did i say it I meant by telling me the definition of what people oh, British right. say. That, that's... Then, that's the definition, not the actual word. Yes, but if someone come up to me and said, you want this moist cake now, all that's going to play in my head is you saying, moist in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be like, I'd rather not have that cake, thank you. Could you imagine if that was the slogan for the mayonnaise company, moist 
in a good way. I think they should consider it though. Um, <laughs> I just imagine somebody with like a glass and it looks like there's milk in it, but it's just full of mayonnaise and they're just like, oh, moist, like a good you know how disappointed <laughs> I, I'd be so disappointed and traumatized on multiple levels of that. God, but yeah, I love mayonnaise and this has not put me off of it. No, if anything, you want to see what's real moist about this mayonnaise. To be honest, if anything, like it just, just sounds like a really disappointing mayonnaise. Or is it? Yeah, it's made by a good company so who knows but um yeah anyway they're planning to do more to promote the word to get you know searched a bit more i mean you've just contributed by searching for it to be honest you you played right into their hands here well only i mean it might just be like a reverse psychology thing probably because they've labeled it on mayonnaise you're now thinking what does it actually mean because i wouldn't associate it with mayonnaise google creamy that's your that's your best word well they have some other stunts that be happening and they've happened by or, the time this goes like, live or lightly whipped or something i don't know lightly whipped moist jesus christ anyway they've got some other stunts that have probably gone ahead by the time this goes live but gaming influencers who tend to encourage viewers to search the word moist as much as possible in a search on not gonna be honest i don't know what video games they'd be playing where they're like this is moist search moist but they're also gonna moist. roll out they're gonna roll out adverts on the instagram tiktok and reddit as a, as well as on the ground campaign all designed to raise awareness about its search moist campaign is this where like because we've said moist so many times now our phones are listening to us and now we're just gonna get loads of ads that are like mm, nice <laughs> so don't, once again <laughs> you, you, cho- <laughs> you, cho- you chose a voice there for that and i tiktok if you're listening it's bad enough that TikTok i said raccoon if you're listening it's bad enough that you give me a lot of raccoons from i don't want moist raccoons it's just gonna be a, a raccoon chugging mayonnaise now oh jesus christ that actually I, probably is right, a video of yeah. that I have a question for you. Go for it. Aside from the word moist, is there another word that makes you feel really uncomfortable? Is there a word that makes me feel uncomfortable? Oh, actually, no, I know there is. Oh, do you? What, what word? It's to do with a bowel movement. Oh, poop? Yeah. But I yeah. suppose it depends what's... It's not... The word doesn't... Use it. The, the word doesn't make me uncomfortable. Just remember at the weekend when I said something about a phantom <laughs> it's because i couldn't i don't know i started to pitch i was like oh no i'll tell you what word does get me i don't know if i can get it out it's because right this is the thing i think there's some words you have a visual realization of stuff it instantly brings you to an image or a memory or something did you want to type the word to me no i'm gonna say it i'm gonna get through this word i don't like the word crowning it makes me cringe (laughs) because (laughs) Stop laughing at my trauma. Oh my god, that's actually hilarious. But the word crowning isn't a great word for me. But then what about Christmas when you get a turkey crown? I don't I don't tend to I don't like turkey, so I don't tend oh, yeah, to fair enough. So it doesn't tend to come up, but yeah. I can't I can't really think of a word. Oh how blessed and untraumatized you are. I was just about to say claggy is a bit grim. Claggy. Clumpy, I guess, is the same energy mm, thing. I don't know. Gunky. Mm. No, I'm not really that bothered. Oh, words so powerful. Uh, to by me. the way, basically the reason why I was talking about a phantom pua. <laughs> Did you want to explain that there was no context? That like, you were just like there was no context. The other day when I was talking to you, I said the word phantom pua. I think they just assumed you were the phantom pua. Let's no, be honest. No, it's not me. 
But would you mind if I tell the story? You tell the story. I would say this is probably about six months to a year after we left uni, like we all like graduated or whatever. And the uni contacted us and was like, oh, yeah, we have some jobs like or like work experience type things and we'll pay you for it if you want to come back and do some work. And we're like, OK, cool. That sounds good to me. Like, I'll take a grand. Who cares? Right. So as part of doing this like course or work experience, whatever you want to call it, we then had to go back into like halls of residence, but obviously not the nice halls of residence. It was like the off-campus crappy halls of residence where you'd probably be stabbed. But it basically, we had to stay there for a few weeks. So, like, they were like, okay, stay in halls, whatever, and all the rest of it. Anyway, so I stayed in this flat, and I had, like, a flatmate, but I never actually saw them. I'd hear them come in. They'd, like, go in and out of their room, and that was that. I never, like, really saw them outside of anything. <laughs> so... Basically, I would go to the bathroom to like go for a shower or use the facilities, whatever. And every time I went in the bathroom, there was just a phantom <laughs> floating. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? So I go in and flush the toilet or whatever. And then, like, literally, I get up in the morning, go to the bathroom. There was another treat in the in the in the lavatory, and just every time. And I never met this person. I still to this day do not know who it was could have been a female male i don't know but for some reason they didn't know how to flush a toilet and i just ended up calling them the phantom pooer because i just never saw them and there was always these poos that would just arrive <laughs> you know what i hope the term becomes an official coin term and that becomes word of the year what phantom pooer yeah and i'm gonna try and make this viral this one bit of the, this is gonna be the podcast's legacy i just i mean in this in some ways i'm quite glad that i never put <laughs> A face to the poo. Well, that's the sentence. And, and you part never of me likes to think it was a ghost. Anyway, should we move on to story three, which is weirdly connected to poop? Is it? In the sense that I saw this on the mirror and we had to talk about it because it's sort of a story, but it's weird enough that I needed to talk about it. Okay. The headline is people storing toilet roll in the fridge. But and why? That's where I needed to get some insight. So, as the article explained, that it's a social media craze. Apparently, we're not on the toilet roll side of social media, Kaylee, because you're is also. This, is this supposed to be some sort of like cooling sensation? <laughs> is that what you're into to get more? <laughs> nope, can't say. Anyway, I mean, that was like that joke I used to tell to you. <laughs> I was like, your parents buy budget toilet roll because they like it rough. Yes, let's not bring that back. Also, it's to all to do, right, it's not even to do with the toilet roll in this instance. It's all to do with keeping your refrigerator smelling fresh. Oh. So basically, strange enough, popping the paper used to be handy when you've had a particular spicy curry is what they wrote, the mirror, like a joke. So they went with right. your, like, you know, cool. But basically, TikTokers have, like, to go into the household object in the fridge for a different reason. Not because they've run out of storage space, but because it absorbs bad smells in your fridge. Whether it be cheese that's rotten away at the back or pungent odors from out-of-date milk. So, yeah. I feel like there's another thing that does that, but I can't remember what it is. I'm also like, isn't that a waste of a lot of toilet paper, depending on how much you put? You've got a whole roll in. I don't, I don't there's like other things you could put in the fridge that do the same job. Yeah. But I can't is... remember what it is. But another person claimed they also have a different use for it. They suggest they use it as an ice pack. Oh, I just thought maybe they were doing it like, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever had them, but um, you can get like little eye patch things to like you know like um like putting cucumber on your eye or whatever you mm. can actually buy little like uh, eye patch things that you put in the fridge to cool them down and then you use them like the same thing 
Yeah. Um, so that's what I was thinking. It was kind of like, oh, you cool it down and then it's nice and refreshing <laughs> when you wipe. <laughs> you were but, thinking for like practical, this is just like, no, they want their fridge to smell better. You know what? Weirdly enough, a few weeks back, like we, I, can't, I think we were just in one of the like name brand supermarkets or whatever. And like usually we go to like a budget supermarket, but for some reason we were in the, one of these like posh ones. And um, the cheapest toilet rolls that we could find were these ones that smelled of rhubarb and I think it was raspberry or something. It was the most weird experience ever. Like, I never really had toilet roll that smelled of anything. No, I always just associate different colours. Never thought different scents. Wait, there's different colours? You know, like, you get white toilet paper, peach toilet paper, cream Do toilet you? paper. Yeah. So matches your coffee. Actually, that they've actually completely got rid of that. No, no, they sell it at some lean supermarkets that I'm familiar with. Facial tissues. Yeah, I don't think they come in multiple colours. They used to, apparently. Oh, no. But toilet rolls definitely do. So. Oh, but yeah, no, it was a very weird experience for me to have a toilet roll that, like, had a scent. I I kind of understand it because, you know, like. You want that area to smell nice. And I mean, things you want to apply to. Like, personally, like, we have wet wipes at home, and, like, we buy, like, these aloe vera ones. They're very nice. But I, I again, recommendation. like, I think for a toilet roll to be scented, it's quite an odd experience for me. Well, it will be scented after it goes in your smelly fridge, apparently, obviously, because it picks up all the smells. But they, someone did point out that, you know, there's other solutions to smelly fridges. Baker's own and charcoal. You learn something new here. That was it, I think. Okay. But also, uh, I did I did appreciate further down the article, the last sentence is, fridge air fresheners are also available, because that's what I thought of. Well, you know what? Just get rid of the fucking bad food. There's also that. If it smells that bad, I don't really want it in my fridge, because I don't want to yeah, eat why, it. Why are people keeping... Some cheeses do naturally food. smell that are in days. Well, I, know, so I get that. Like, but... Surely, if you like the cheese... It's not a bad smell to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a vibe. Anyway, I feel like that I just needed to share whether you thought it was weird if keeping toilet roll. If you open up someone's fridge and saw a toilet roll, your reaction would be... I've never really, like, like we said, I've never really experienced that. So I probably wouldn't even realise it was in there. Probably wouldn't. Uh, or, yeah, to be fair, if I was at your house and your mother wasn't in the house, it was just me and you, I'd be like, why the fuck is there a toilet roll in your fridge? Yeah, and I'll be like, I think I probably forgot where I put it, and there it is. Yeah, so like you're like sleep deprived, and you end up putting your phone in the fridge or whatever. Oh, I put my car keys in the fridge all the time. Nice. I know it's concerning, but anyway, moving on for that, let's go to an ad break where we will not be talking about or advertising toilet roll that you put in your fridge. However, <laughs> the word moist might come up. It won't. Hey. Stay tuned. It's time to squash the beef and settle the debate. Football beef, that is. From debating whether David Beckham is overrated to deciding whether Roberto Firmino really is a formidable Premier League striker, we're grounding out that 100% beef that fans have been grilling each other over for way too long. Each episode features around one player, so all the issues can be chewed out and the solution spat out. Football beef has all the sizzle sizzle, so subscribe now. And we're back from the ad break, Kaylee. Get TikToking. Tell us what we should be watching this week. We're Rick rocking with the TikToking. So this week, I wouldn't say it would 
necessarily put a pep in your step. I just think it's one of these things that's quite relatable. So there's a, a gentleman on uh, TikTok. He may not even be the first person that's made this video. It might be one that other people have done, but I just happened to stumble across his. And he makes a very, very good point. He sort of is talking about he's figured out the reason why he's so tired all the time is because he's doing about nine different jobs that he wasn't aware that he was doing and not being paid for. Um, so... I think it's a bit like that whole saying where it's like, oh, you're watching a Japanese telly on a Swedish sofa, ordering a Chinese and what have you, you know, that sort of thing. So he basically lists a few different things that we all do that we don't realise is actually a job. So, for instance, self-scanning at the supermarket, you know, that used to be someone's job. Going to the post office to pick up our posts and parcels and things because. I mean, don't know if you've noticed, but the uh, mail system ten- has tended to go a bit downhill recently. Ever since you uh, left the force. Exactly. Apparently they can't survive without me, even though I was rubbish at the job, but still. When he was talking about Ikea and putting the furniture together, you know, things like that. We really don't think about these little tiny things, but I thought it was quite funny. There is other things he mentions, so I won't mention them all because obviously he can... It, but you need to go watch the TikTok, clearly. Um, like you come up with your own as well, like things that you feel like a job you do. Is there anything you can think of? Oh, like anything that would come up and I'd be like, this is like doing another person's job. Wow, thank um, you for that input. Oh, I was going to say that, I'm trying to think. Um, I'm, I was going to say taxi driver, but that makes me feel bad when I give people lifts. It's one of those things where you can't think of it on the spot. No, I know. I guess I guess it's like the idea that you're sort of oh, this is a new one because you know how the bin systems all changed. Yeah, you're sort of doing the filtering for them now, to a yeah. higher level scale. There is that. But then again, I saw I think it was a tweet or something earlier that said that this generation um, doesn't sort colours and whites in the washing machine. I do. But you're surely why are all their clothes? melded into magical colours. They all look like Jason and the magic probably, technically... Probably wa- no, they probably wash at lower temperatures so they don't actually... Oh, because they're eco-washing so it won't cause yeah. it to run. Oh, exactly. yeah. I'm saying all the but, right um, words here. But again, it's one of those things where I think, like, just, I don't know, laziness, I guess. I mean, I guess, but then it's also like, if you don't have to, you wouldn't. Energy. Yeah. Which I wouldn't say it's laziness. It's like, you know, work smarter, not harder. Mm. Um, See, I was going to say, like, it makes you think about, like, in, like, the 1940s, 50s, when they used to, like, you take your car to, like, a petrol station and they'd fill it up for you. Um, I mean, that's, I would like that. I hate filling up my car. I'm a little bit of a petrol princess. And I feel like, you know, like, especially in the winter, and you're, like, freezing, like, holding the pump. But now, again, that's another one, pay at the pump. Yeah, but I don't mind that because I. No, I like it. It's a convenience. Yeah. I mean, no, it's I, like I not scanning, that. it's a convenience. And I was actually saying the other day, I think I was talking to you, it was about Aldi. Oh, actually, no, I think it was Elliot. Anyway, wow, which isn't changeable to you, but continue. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm so popular. What could I say? Talking about <laughs> Aldi and how they should have self scanning shop or whatever, because there's a lot of people who do their like weekly shop and they've got like £200 worth of shopping. And then you're there with like your one sandwich 
be so much easier just to go through the the self scanner. Yeah, but then I also don't like self scanners because. But then I think I think it's a it's quite sad in a way as well that like a lot of people are losing jobs over the fact that you know convenience. I, I don't see them people's losing jobs because people then get hired for maintenance of them and the running mm. like it's a knock on effect. I that's really maybe no, but it's kind of like stuff like that. But I'm not gonna go into that. It's quite dark. To be but, fair, there's there's like a few people at my local shop that I enjoy talking to when they're working, you know, like on the till or whatever. It's nice to go and have a conversation with them rather yeah, than just I don't themselves ever down. want it to be completely gone. I understand no. having the option, but yeah. But what I was gonna say about this, I do find it funny that it's also a little bit entitled, like the 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 gag, you know, like I'm the royal male because I have to go collect my parcels. Yeah, like, I I get it. But also at the same time, that's like one It's like you don't error. understand. Yeah. It's also like you take a parcel in for a neighbour, I'm practically Amazon. Right, that Amazon driver probably has driven like four hours, delivered exactly. 200 parcels. <laughs> like, like... the thing. And it's like, I've always said about like, um, everybody should at least work behind a bar at one point in their life. Because I think like a lot of people don't, don't realise how difficult it actually is. I don't think you need to work behind a bar. I think you need to work... In I retail, in service, customer service, service anything, customer, service, customer facing, yeah. customer facing, something just like that. One because shift. A lot of people are just like just assume that it's you know all smoke and mirrors and everything. I and... don't think it's that. I just think sometimes if everyone did a one customer facing shift, they know what they come across when they reverse role if they did role play yeah. in their mind. Because it it's like you... um, so a few months back, I was coming back from my holiday. And I stopped off at a service station and um, we I think we'd just gone and picked like KFC or whatever. But it was one of these like really tiny ones within the service station. And like, I think I waited nearly an hour for my food and all we got was some like rice and a wrap or whatever. Um, And I must admit, you know, by the end I was cheesed. But to be fair, there was probably about three people working and there was like 60 odd orders. And this woman was like proper going off and she was like, it's supposed to be fast food and all this sort of stuff. It's like, well, you bloody jump behind the counter and start, you know, putting the chips in the bags. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I don't know, kind of annoyed me. It's like they're doing their best. People are just ignorant. It's appreciating that people are doing their best. If you saw loads of staff just hanging and having smokes. I don't know why smoking is. Exactly. They're trying to do their best. They're going as fast as they can. There's nothing else they can really do. They can't, you know, they don't have five arms. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I don't know. I think a lot of the times things are very underappreciated. Yeah. So I'm going to take the TikTok at like joke level and say it's funny. But at the same time, if anyone takes it really seriously and they generally feel like they're doing other people's jobs by doing one little. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you need to true. you need to reevaluate your life. Anyway, shall we end the podcast here because that's enough weird, that's enough random, and I think we've given them a lot no, of moist content to today. More. You want to talk about your what more? My feet. Oh, your moist feet. Yes, my moist feet. My moist <laughs> toes. Real moist. Oh. Anyway, we've been the Totally Buzz UK podcast. Follow us on X at Totally Buzz UK. Do hit like, subscribe, rate us five stars. Pass on the pod. Tell your friends. Let's get them numbers up. Let's get oh, moist. Friend. Let's get moist in the dictionary is the word of the year. If not moist, phantom poop. Yeah, hyphenated, no, obviously. Poo-er. Oh, sorry, phantom pooper. We're going for the... No, pooer. Oh, pooer. Sorry. I like the word pooper. All right, <laughs> phantom pooper. Who cares? You. Clearly you. Anyway, make sure you come again next Monday at 7am for an all-new episode. Good night. Bye. Bye.
This podcast is brought to you by two chatterboxes and a lovable Geordie at totallybuzzed.co.uk.